So uh, this is a part two of a conversation which we think is very important, talking about ancestral callings. I mean, what is an ex- ancestral calling and what does it mean? And why would you be chosen out of all people maybe in your family and every other question that comes about? Of course, not forgetting the misconceptions around ancestral callings and, and actually what to call this spiritual uh, journey and uh, some in some way an obligation. Mm. So to help us navigate this conversation, we're joined now by Ukoko Nomi Zamini. We are great, thank you. And how are you? I'm good. I'm very good, thanks. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. These are conversations we need to have in person. Mm. You know, we can't have these conversations over the phone. I mean, um, you say not everybody has to twasa. Um, so if... I do get a calling. What exactly does that mean? And where do I take the journey from that point? So I think it differs really for all of us, right? Mm. I think the main thing that you do know about that is that you have to help someone or you mm. have to help people or you have to help your family or you have to help your lineage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where I dispute the thing of Ugtuasa is because my belief around Ugtuasa is different. I believe Ugtuasa, it's a process, right? Mm. And it's a set way of doing things that is actually given to people who maybe just don't know how to do the process maybe themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Um, in, in many ways, I always say to people that I don't believe I was supposed to twasa. Mm-hmm. But because I'm an orderly person, mm-hmm. the structure of Uktwasa works well for me. Mm-hmm. I needed someone who was going to teach me, Guti, this is how you kneel. This is how you um, hit your hands together. Um, and then I make the decision to go home and say, Gobelawam, uh, thank you so much. You've taught me every single thing. Um, you've given me this process. Now I'm going to go home. I'm going to tear it apart. I'm literally going to sit with this thing and ask myself, what does this thing mean to mm. me mm. as Ukokunomakosi or as Ukoknomi or as Unomfundo? Mm. Because if I don't do that, then I'm following somebody else's process sure. of something that has nothing to do with my family members. Mm. 100%. But that is not why I've been called. Yeah. I've literally been called to take this thing, put four parts of four families together. Sure. Sure. And change things up. Now, Gogo Nomi, I mean, you're talking about how you're bringing things together as one, as an individual. And this ancestral calling can go far and wide, right? So once one has established that they have a calling, what is the process followed there? And I'm saying in a sense, if I'm in high school, possibly even primary school, or maybe in the workspace, what is the process there? And what are the things that I need to absorb and take in, most especially people around me, most especially if you're in school, now you are saying that you've got an ancestral calling. So I'll tell you what the easiest thing to do is. It's not to see a healer. It's and speak to your ancestors and say, here is a child. This child is suffering. We actually don't know what is wrong with the child. Help us so we can help this child. And if it's you, then show us through the child, if the child is gifted, Hmm. what we need to do for the child. Yeah. If your feeling is that this child is and they're not supposed to twasa, mm. say that. Negotiate on your child's behalf with mm. your ancestors. Mm. You don't need a healer to do a negotiation process for something. Mm. This is the truth. Mm. Mm. I know that it's, it's hard to grasp that concept because we're so used to people helping us. But there's certain things that we don't need help for. Mm. Really speaking to your ancestors is something that you do in your home with your family members. Mm. Sure. Mm. I can help you though yeah. if you can't control it. 
where you in a situation like maybe me where i was in school and mm. i was 16 and every single day i was falling all over mondo high school <laughs> and my mother didn't know <laughs> what is happening sure. you know sure yeah that's totally. when my mom was given guidance mm. sure. but the real thing was still for that person to tell my mom speak to your child about how they need to speak to their ancestors in the home mm. yeah. let them understand this gift within them before they even go to a gobela yeah because ukobela will confuse the process as well you yeah. know um especially if the gobela doesn't understand your child's gift mm. you yeah. know which in my case this is why my first instance did not go right because she simply did not understand that she did not have to do a one size totally. fits all. I mean, it's, it's such a powerful thing because there's so many people who can connect with that, uh, being faced with this with this spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. uh, joining us today, waking up with us, is Ukoko Nomi Zamini, and we're talking about ancestral callings. I mean, it's a broad discussion, and we try and narrow it down where we can. One of the other things I really want to explore very quickly is the idea of a calling being passed down or passed around in that family. Please mm. just kind of explain to us because sometimes we hear that no uh my father was supposed to have gone to uktwasa but he didn't and therefore it this this thing now comes to me i think you mm. must look at it differently yeah. i think in a family unit mm. all of us are gifted right, right? but not everyone is called so it, it's a thing of if my grandmother was a healer mm -hmm. i already know that this thing is in my genetic code mm. right whether or not everybody in this family is going to become a healer that we can't be sure of but we do know that in every generation, someone must take on the work. Hmm. Because if they don't, then there's a huge gap that's left, you mm. know. And that's why I always use myself. I use myself because I say, this is exactly why I had such a hard, like, training. Why it was so hard for people to help me. Because the last person was my great-grandmother's grandmother. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> and that was mm. that. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, um, I don't know how vocally on various platforms, Coco Nomi, how do we find you? Okay, you can find me on Twitter mm. at Nomi Zamini. You can find me on Instagram at Nomi Zamini as well. I think one of them has an underscore. Um, you can WhatsApp as well, 83 7916 Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to make a quick note that I know that there are a lot of young people who are in matric who are also faced with this kind yeah. of reality. Um, I mean, what do you say to, to that matriculant who's dealing with this um, ancestral journey right now? I think I'd say take your time, you mm. know, learn learn how it communicates, listen to all of your senses. I mm. mean, if you're fearful, something is wrong, you know, if your feet are sore, you've stepped into the wrong room, for mm. example, you know, but listen to your body, really understand what it is that your gift is trying to show you before you even decide to take on your calling, you know? Absolutely. And I think you'll be fine. Goko Nomi, thank you so much for your time. This entire conversation is available as a podcast on metrofm.co.za. If you just tuned in but you missed it, maybe you caught the tail end of our conversation around ancestral callings, do check it out as a podcast on metrofm.co.za.